I'm proud to be Irish And green is the colour for me And we the Irish people Wish to see our country free yeah, Kira. I don't know if you saw this yesterday on the news. Nearly a thousand people were conferred with Irish citizenship at two special ceremonies in Kerry yesterday. Uh, the first to be held in person since the beginning of the pandemic in March 2020. It was I. I found it so heartwarming to see it. Uh, lots of people uh, from many countries, including David Putnam, the uh, renowned film director, uh, getting Irish citizenship. I always, for some reason, I always think of Robert Emmett and his speech from the dock where he says, when my country takes its place among the nations of the world, then and not then shall my epitaph be written. I am done. And I always think, wow, we really have taken our place among the nations of oh, the world. Oh, we have for sure. You were quite moved watching it yesterday, weren't you? I was, I had, I was in tears watching it. Ah. I just thought, what I thought was lovely was like, we get, so much negativity in this country and I look some of it we're right to call out things that happen and we're not perfect by any means and it's not utopia by any means but just to see those people who are so positive about living here I just find that really Do you think that we take for granted Yes. Our citizenship, Completely. our country, the good that exists here, the community, the decency, the, the, I suppose it's, it's a liberal, it's a safe country. It, it scores low in terms of danger. It's got one of the longest, like, longevities in the world. There's loads of amazing things country's about Ireland. This country's a kip. That's what you get all the time on social media. Why do you think we get that all the time on social media? As in, like, why are, because there, I think there is amazing good out there. So why, why the negativity? I don't know. I don't understand it and I think we do I think you're right I is think we habit? take it for granted yeah maybe it is it is habit but I, I just think it was lovely Yeah, and, and before you text in we know there are problems we know there are difficulties there are difficulties in every country but I just thought it was lovely yesterday just to get that do positive. you know what though maybe that's not what people are going to text in maybe people are going to text in reasons this morning why they love their country why yeah. they love Ireland and what is good about here and why we are proud to be Irish and proud to be citizens and indeed to welcome new citizens who Absolutely. are also proud to be 5, citizens 53106 what do you love about Ireland now, speaking of people who love Ireland, there's also issues around Ireland that we are not happy with. And one of them is to do with a loss of cultural spaces in our capital in Dublin city centre. And a popular beer garden shared by three pubs in Dublin city is set to be closed due to a new hotel development on the site. The beer garden shared by Fibber McGee's, the living room and Murray's will be closed due to a large extension to the Holiday Inn Express on O'Connell Street. And for more on this, we're joined now by Nasa Horican, Green Party TD for Dublin Central. Uh, Nasa, your, your reaction to the, to the news that this beer garden is being closed? I just think it's a huge mistake. Um, obviously, we have an issue with hotel rooms in the city, but uh, you know, I think there that we need a, a viable, you know, prospect for tourism in Dublin. And one of those things is that um, Irish people are a good time. You know, we are good for a night out, and uh, you, you know, you're talking there about like the kind of the good things about Ireland. Like one of our big selling points is that we do nightlife really well. We do the pub really well. We do a night out very well, and we are slowly you know, one by one losing those spaces. And I guess it's it's kind of worrying to see Dublin City Council not valuing those those spaces. And I don't know about any of your listeners, but I certainly have spent many a happy night in, in, in pubs like Fibbers and in particular Fibbers because I, I went to DIT Bolton Street and it's been there for a very long time. And indeed, it was there when the hotel originally moved in and they were very aware of it, mentioned in the planning commission. And now we're going to lose it. 
I, I am aware of Fibbers because it is there a long time and I used to be there when I was in college as well. But <laughs> he, here's the thing though. Can we really argue, Nasa, that, that a beer garden is a cultural space? And if we are saying a beer garden is a cultural space, what does that say about our culture? I suppose, look, I was very involved in, in the um, the discussions around the cobblestone and we won that one. Um, the and cobblestone is different though. The cobblestone well, is a venue where the there's trad making, music and all that kind of stuff playing. Exactly right. Exactly right. So that was a very, in a way, it was, it was a shame that we had to have such a big argument about that because it's a listed building and it was giving a very particular option in terms of a cultural legacy in the city. And I don't think I or anybody else is suggesting that the beer garden is providing that kind of legacy. I think what we are arguing is that Dublin City Council need to have a joined up idea about like what is it in terms of tourism that Dublin offers. And we are not, you know, people come here not just for a museum and not just, um, you know, to go to the zoo. They come here for the nighttime economy. And slowly we are losing those spaces because they're getting eaten up by hotels, by developments. And if we continue to do that, we just won't be that cosmopolitan city that's good for a night out because those spaces won't be there. And what do you say to people, and there will be people, who who say, on the one hand, politicians like yourself are giving out about the prices uh, being charged for hotel rooms. And on the other hand, you're objecting when hotels are being built, which would actually lower the price of hotel rooms um, and that you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth. Well, I mean, there's two bits to that that answer. First of all, there's about 23,000 hotel rooms in Dublin and the price of hotel rooms has gone up 16% since 2019. That's double the, the amount of inflation. So the price of hotel rooms, you know, is as much about people trying to claw back after COVID and make their business more viable as it is about the Well, it's also to do with, with, with housing families and homeless. It's also to do with, with housing Ukrainians. About 15% of, of our hotel stock has been taken up by the state, rightly so, providing accommodation and roofs over people's head in a temporary fashion. So we know that. But it would seem that we don't have enough rooms for the demand. Well, absolutely. We do have, you know, an issue with hotel rooms in Dublin and certainly other cosmopolitan European capitals are better served. Obviously, that 23,000 doesn't include things like Airbnb, which is a a whole other issue, Mm. I guess. But the the problem is, is that there has to be a balance in terms of, you know, your, your planning. There has to be a sense that um, you, you know, we do value our cultural life. We do value our nighttime economy because that's that's where we are making our money. That's why people will come to a bigger city rather than you know going down the you know the Atlantic Way or or you yeah. know in, into the Midlands. That that's why people are coming to Dublin, and it's important that look. Nobody's expecting the hotel. To, to make the argument but I am expecting Dublin City Council to join up the dots about what are we actually offering people in this city Absolutely but, but there does seem to be a, a, a sniffiness about hotels being built and, and we say every time one is being built that should be apartments and now we say no that should be a beer garden and that should be everything other than a hotel and then we have people in the Dáil complaining about the price of uh, hotel rooms Is, is, well, are, is well, that not just I, populist? Can I, can, can I can I just come in about the the issue around people in the doll arguing about it? I guess is because hotels and the the hotel industry and the um, tourism industry more generally enjoy a very favourable VAT rate of nine percent, and that's something that the Oireachtas has made happen for them. And it absolutely is a is a response to you know the very difficult impact over COVID like really no other industry or very no. few other industries were impacted the same way and so when when you see um, increases in hotel rooms that are double the rate of inflation there is a question around well why are we giving that very favourable VAT rate then when the 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 that's really being passed on to customers instead of enhancing the business and making it more profitable. There's an, you know, there's a sense of that we will, we will double, we will, we will go as much as we can 
um, in terms of generating profit. And we are seeing reports on that. And I know often um, it's the kind of the last room left in the hotel where, it, you know, it's an ex- extremely high rate and it's, it's really questionable, that 9%. And I think that's the, the concern that people in the Oireachtas have. And people so would you do have. away with the 9%, Nessa? I think when we're seeing prices, and, and I, I was interested to see uh, during the Hotel Federation's, um, you know, get together themselves, they were, talk- they were asking their own members, please don't gouge people. Please don't, please don't profiteer at times of high occupancy. And we do have very high occupancy in Dublin City Centre. I do think if we continue to see those incredibly high rates that are simply out of kilter with everything else, that, that you know, you will have to question the 9%. I don't think we're at the stage yet where we say, let's get rid of it. But, you know, it is a very, very favourable rate. And, and where we are going to see price gouging and, and that kind of attitude, I, I do think it, it raises questions. All right. So, so you think if, if prices remain this high, the 9% is in question? I think where we're seeing rates that are completely out of whack with everything and, you know, you're seeing thousands and thousands for rooms. Yeah, I do think we have to have a discussion about it then. All right. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Nasa Horgan there, Green Party TD. Let us know what you think. First of all, about price gouging. Do you think the 9% rate of average is uh, very favourable for, for the hospitality industry? Do you think that that should be something that is conditional on, on, on a price cap on hotel rooms, perhaps? And what do you think about the fact that building hotels on what could be construed as a cultural space, as a beer garden, a cultural space. Uh, Is that a good idea? 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. Let us know your views this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.